you are earning a salary, you want to purchase things that match that quality, even though you are stretching yourself or you can better use your money on other things. So it's all about trying to keep up with other people. So yeah. for me, I, I, I had to unlearn that because I realized that was less about me building wealth or generating wealth, but more around insecurities in myself that I had to challenge as well. But Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? <laughs> Peter, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, as you would know, my team are doing pretty well now. Manchester United <laughs> Football Club. We have just uh, secured the, uh, I think it's called, it used to be called a Carlin Cup. I've the Worthless Cup? Ah, okay. Cool, oh. <laughs> Well, it's our first cup in just um, under six years, so we're hoping it's a start of something new. Um, I'm pretty chuffed, pretty happy. We're doing all right in the league as well, and we're still um, in all the major um, casual races as well. So looking very much forward to how we end the season, and as you can tell, I'm pretty, pretty happy. <laughs> we'll come back in May and see how you're feeling, but no, <laughs> shout out to United and United fans around the world as well. Um, it is the worthless cup when a big team wins it, um, but when smaller teams win it, like a uh, big massive achievement. So a massive oh, achievement for whatever. United. Oh, um, but yeah, hopefully you're well, man. Good to hear from you, bro. Um, I'm just over here having a, you know me, whenever I'm, uh, I have a drink, it's always either water or peppermint tea. Um, every now and then, maybe once a month, I might have a cheeky supermo. Um, but at the moment, I've got a lovely chai latte. Decided to treat myself, man. Yeah, do you know what? I remember, I think it was you or oh, my man. wife. Either you or my wife actually introduced me to chai latte. And actually, that's my standard whenever I go to uh, Starbucks or, or Costa or something. It is an amazing drink. <laughs> and they're not even paying us to say this but such <laughs> is life but no good to hear from you my bro um and yeah just a massive shout out to our listeners wherever you are in the world man we do appreciate your ongoing support um but Jax, man today we're gonna do an episode um on managing money and managing finances of course this is a large part about what the world finance podcast is about supporting people to really get to grips on their personal finances now obviously we have a range of listeners from all different parts of the world and different ages and different backgrounds going through different experiences so today for our listeners we're me and Jax we're gonna go take a bit of a walk through different scenarios and different stages in one's life and talk about how one can go about managing their money according to those different life stages um so for example you know if you're middle age um you know how what are some of the things you should be focusing on or um how are you going about navigating your personal finances how does that all sound Jax? yeah i'm looking forward to it i think it's extremely important um if you speak to a financial planner these are some of the things that he or she will definitely discuss with you depending on where you are in life and your personal circumstances, they will recommend and help you plan your finances. And um, amazing for you, you have uh, myself and Peter who are going to kind of give you the same the same kind of, um, um, you know, um, what's what I'm looking for? Some sort of service mm. where we can um, guide you as to the things that you should be considering um, when it comes to managing your, your personal finances, your, your family finances, um, relative to where you are in, in life uh, at a current stage that you are at. 
love it. Um, and if you are a listener, we're going to try and make sure we cover a range of different um scenarios. So hopefully, um, the, regardless of where you are in life, um, you will hear something that's com- very relevant to you. So definitely do stay tuned for the entire episode to find out. But Jax, the first stage we're going to touch on, and in no particular order, um, although it may seem like it's in a bit of an order, but in no particular order, Jax, we're going to be touching on the young adult, um, and not just the young adult, but the young adult and single. And uh, I bear in mind, I do say young adult and single. And first of all, before you actually touch on the young adult, let's talk a bit about that bit on, you know, being single or not, because whether we like it or not, as much as that is a great thing um, in terms of, you know, not being single in 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 God's time, so to speak. Why that? Why is that quite important when it comes to your personal finances? Well, in terms of being single, I think the key thing to understand is you are single, and so your decisions are quite independent. I think that's a key word here. And later on, when we talk about the different the different stages, other stages, you find that when you are no longer single, your personal finances are no longer personal. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, you, you move away from uh, independence to interdependence. Mm. I think that's the main difference. And that's something that you need to really think about uh, when mm. it comes to money management. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I guess, you know, focusing on that first group of people we're going to touch on, the young adult and they are single in this in this scenario. What are some of the things that, uh, you know, they can be thinking about um, when it comes to their personal finances? Yeah, I mean, like you said, when we talk about these scenarios, uh, we're trying to go through as many scenarios as possible. And, and it is, we're not saying this is exactly how life is for everybody. <laughs> so, um, you know, we should bear that in mind. Um, but I think, you know, when you are a young adult, let's use, let's say, a proxy of, let's say, I don't know, 16 to, um, let's say, late 20s or early 30s. Let's just use that as a proxy. But you are young as younger you are in your heart <laughs> if you're young and single the key thing that you really want to do um is you want to really focus on improving your skills i think that's mm. one thing you really want to focus on it could be that you have just uh finished college or, or sixth form it could be that maybe you've gone to university and you've finished a, a degree it could be that you've just started working um, straight out of college um you know you're, you're, you're on a, an apprenticeship or you're, you're, you're just working in a job. Um, you're young, you've got so much time on your hands. And I think that's a key word here. Mm. Generally speaking, the younger you are, the more time you have in your hands. Um, and so it's about using that time wisely. And you can use that time to improve your skill set, mm. to learn new skills that are going to be something that allows you to be very attractive in the marketplace. I think that's the one thing that many young people should really focus on. Hmm. I love that. Um, There's a really strong emphasis. I mean, we're obviously going to touch on the the finance side of things, but this is one of the key things that contributes to that, right? Um, Because when you are improving your skills and becoming attractive in the market you desire to be in, um, in the labour market you desire to be in, um, that will have quite a large impact when it comes to your finances. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a term that some people use is called career capital. Mm. And this is just your ability to, you know, command a higher income as you learn more skills and become more, you know, skilled in your in your in your industry. So it's really important for young people to start that process 
Um, it could be, for example, you may want to, you know, study for professional qualifications. Um, the younger you are, the more time you have. So it could be that you can dedicate more hours towards studying for certificates uh, mm. or start studying for a new sort of profession. You know, if you want to be an electrician, for example, you can spend some time studying for that. If you are someone who is in my industry, in finance, you may want to become an accountant. You may want to study for accounting qualifications. Or if you want to be a fund manager, you may want to study, you know, the CFA, or for example. So the younger you are, again, the more time you have in your hands. What we're not saying is um, the older you get, it means you don't have any time yeah. and you can't do these things. <laughs> but we are saying, um, generally speaking, you have a bit more time on your hands. And it's important to use that time very wisely um, to accumulate skills, to accumulate potential qualifications that will serve you better as time goes on. And and also generally, gen- this is generally, um, if you are young and also single, not only do you have time on your hand, but also less responsibilities, because I think when you get older, it's those responsibilities which cause you to really Con- reconsider things so you're you're not really able to take a bit more risk and maybe learn a completely different skills might which might take you down a different career path for example exactly exactly it is, it's so much more difficult to shift careers uh when you are let's say married with children mm. uh, because you do have those responsibilities and like i just said um your finances are no longer personal it's mm. interpersonal so your decision making is is not cannot be selfish mm. You know, and that's, hmm. that's really important. So, yeah, the younger you are, the more selfish you can be with your time. Mm. Um, and, and, and you know, I think it's really important to use that time to accumulate skills. Um, I know people talk about things like passive income. <laughs> it's a huge buzzword, buzz phrase. Um, I think in your 20s, that should not be your main focus. Mm. Your main focus should be on improving you yourself as the main asset. Hmm. Um, and you can generate more active income that you can later use for passive income. I love that. I love that. And, you, you know, in terms of improving yourself as well, um, th- this is essentially, you know, building certain behaviours as well for when you are a bit later and you are a bit older and you maybe have other responsibilities outside of yourself as well, such as a, you know, a family, et cetera. So let's talk a bit about some of the behaviors. And, and the reason why I'm saying this Jazz, is because <clears throat> particularly remember when we started this uh, podcast is obviously to talk about personal finance, but we also understand there is a particular, a large number of people um, out there who didn't grow up hearing or talking about personal finance Um and probably never had the, the the greatest start in life. So a lot of people, when they do reach young adult age, there's a lot of unwinding and undoing to do. So let's talk a bit about some of those behaviours that young people need to get used to exercising so things are much better when they do hit their, you know, mid to late 30s. Well, I think you've actually just hit on them, one of them, which is exercising. <laughs> I'll leave that one for you to talk about. Um, so, so... The first thing is, look, in your formative years, you want to get into the habit of building good habits. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to create uh, habits and lifestyles and routines that you can kind of follow to a high extent throughout your life. You know, so so when we talk about good habits, if we're talking about personal finance, we're talking about the habit of budgeting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, getting away from some of the misconceptions when it comes to budgeting and understanding that budgeting is not the same as being frugal and it's mm. not the same as 
penny pinching. Budgeting is a way to tell your money where to go. Mm. So it's about unlearning some of these things that we may have picked up, you know, in school or in other places. It's about learning about things that we didn't learn or speak about when we were growing up. So it's about learning how to read, Mm. becoming a good reader. We have an episode on that. Mm. There is no leader out there who's not a good reader. Mm. You know, so it's important, I think, that's apart from just improving your career capital and improving your ability to earn if you're talking about finance but it's also learning how to manage the money you're going to be earning as a young adult in your formative years chances are you are you know earning your first bit of income so it's the first time you're earning a bit of income you might it probably is your first job uh, you may want to buy your first car for example mm-hmm. these things so you, you you want to learn how to manage money and do these things wisely, okay? Mm. That's very, very important. So budgeting from a very young age, I think, is a great habit that young people can, can pick up on. And of course, learn about personal finance. Read books. Understand what instant gratification is, for example. Learn about money mindsets. Learn about other skills away from personal finance because life is much more than personal finance. So these are the things I think, you know, if you can get into the habit of building good financial systems, good financial habits, getting good financial control, then you're in a good position to move forward going forward. Hmm. Love it. And shout out to episode 35 and 36, The Power of Reading, one of our most popular episodes. Do check that out if you haven't done so or listen to it again for our listeners out there. Um, Jax, what's one of the... One, one, what's one of the things you've you had to unlearn when you were sort of at slightly younger age than you are now coming out of you know college or uni etc when it comes to your personal finances yeah I think I think for me it was a whole idea of budgeting like I said mm-hmm. uh you know when I heard the term budgeting before I really felt that it meant cheap mm. I felt I felt like it meant pinching the pennies and if anyone has a budget it means they're stingy mm. um and, and actually as time went on, when I realized and I read more books and I took my personal finance journey seriously, I realized that actually budgeting is something that great companies need to do, governments need to do, and people that are wealthy do. It's about mm. telling your money where to go and being mm. intentional and responsible with your finances. And so that's one of the things that I had to learn. I had to learn about, you know, um, delayed gratification, mm. how to you know, forego something in a short term for a better long-term impact, okay? So these are some of the things I had to learn and unlearn. Um, I had to learn that money, what money is, understand that money is not something that we use to buy luxury items, you know? Um, I had to learn that money, talking about money is not bad. Mm. <laughs> like it's not, it's not a taboo subject. I had to learn that not all rich people are bad people or mm-hmm. people or they only got there because they had to, Cheat someone, for example. Yeah, or sell their soul. Right. So I have to unlearn some of these things and understand that actually money is a tool. Mm. And it magnifies who you are. Um, I had to learn about money from every, I say religious, but from a Christian standpoint. Mm. What does the Bible tell me about about money? Mm. You know, what what does the book of Proverbs tell me about money? Mm. What is money? How do I give better? That kind of stuff. Mm. So it's, it's, it's about starting the journey to, to understand firstly that you need to unlearn some of the things that you have learned, even if it's kind of like in your subconscious, you have to be more conscious about things and you have to be more intentional with your journeys from the young age. And that's, for me, I started this journey when I was 25. 
Mm. I'm now 32. Mm. So it's 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 been seven years in the journey, mm. and I've and and I'm I'm happy I started at 25. But I would have been even happier if I started it at the age of 18. No, absolutely. I'm still learning on that journey. I think for me, one of the things I definitely had to unlearn was around, you know, keeping up with the Joneses um, and, mm. you know, um, implementing what, what, certain... What is, yeah, what is no. keeping up with the Joneses? Peter? You know why it's, you know, we have, we've mentioned it one or two, one or two times, but it's just around, you know, when you see other people that you perceive to be living a wealthy lifestyle and and they clearly show it and express it so it might be through you know expensive designer clothes and um, expensive cars and then it, it, it can make you feel away um such as a way as you know the minute you you are earning a salary you want to purchase things that match that quality even though you are stretching yourself or you can better use your money on other things so it's all about trying to keep up with other people and one of and you yeah we want to appear a certain way so yeah. for me I, I I had to unlearn that because I realized that was less about me building wealth or generating wealth but more around insecurities in myself that I had to challenge as well but no I definitely had to go through a process of unlearning mm. yeah and, and, and actually that, that's just reminded me of something that I had to um get out of my system which is um, the lack of disbelief mm. um and actually Believing that actually I'm not I'm never going to be a wealthy person because mm. I've never seen a wealthy person in my, mm-hmm. in my family, or I didn't grow up around wealthy people. So mm. I had to very quickly, and by God's grace, I did eradicate it quite quickly. Mm. Um, very quickly unlearn that and actually recognize that you can build wealth, and you can only you, 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 it's not a thing where you can only build wealth if you inherit it, mm. or or if you do something bad for it. Actually, if you're diligent, if you're intentional, when you do um, the necessary things, you can build long-term wealth. And I think that's something I had to unlearn to learn. Love it, love it. So we've been touching on the young adult and and single, and we've touched on things like really focusing on improving yourself, improving your skills, um, your your development, learning about yourselves, learning about your behaviour with personal finance, building good money habits <clears throat> and for any listeners out there man, if you feel like you don't have good money habits look through our episodes listen to them develop your knowledge through other um sources reading books um youtube other podcasts all of that stuff it's really an opportunity to really soak that in um and um getting really um getting control of your finances um just let's talk a bit on that one actually you know uh, particularly coming out of education as a young person maybe i don't know they've exposed themselves to credit card debt all of that stuff like what are some of the things that we can really be doing to really get take really good control of our finances around that age yeah 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 so so as a young adult um to be able to really get that good financial control um the first thing is to start the journey knowing or understanding that this starts with the mind. Mm. So you start with the mindset, you ask yourself the why, why do you want to learn these things? Why do you want to become more uh, diligent? Why do you want to be a better money manager, for example? You start there. But when it comes to the actual implementation, it really comes down to to things like budgeting. Mm. So it is looking at your income, look at the money that you're making, if you're making any money, right? If any money's coming in, looking at it and actually taking note of it, you know, understanding what it is. Looking at your payslip. What mm. is on your payslip? Mm. Oh, 
So I got paid £2,000. What is this money that's going to someone else called the, <laughs> the NI? What is the NI, National Insurance? What is why, tax? Why is all of that 2000 um <laughs> gross pay not coming into my account? <laughs> Precisely. So it's about, you know, being inquisitive, being curious to ask the right questions and, and actually being open-minded and, and being humble enough to know that you don't know much. Mm. But you will if you are if you're intentional about asking the right questions. So, you know, learn about tax, learn about the money that's coming into your bank account and then see where that money is going. At the end of the month, how much do you have left? So what are your expenses? You know, so start off with your income versus your expenses and ask yourself, am I earning more than what I'm spending on a monthly basis? Mm. This right here is something that you're going to have to use for the rest of your financial life, which is the most powerful tool to build wealth, which is your income, your net income which is income minus expenses. And then you want to learn about things like assets and liabilities. What are assets? That sounds like a good term. What is it? Sounds great. Someone told me once and I was an asset. So what is that? Well, asset is something that produces value and has value. What does asset mean in the personal finance world? Well, assets are things that produce a cash flow, things that put money into your pocket, things that have a high chance of, of going up in value. Well, that sounds good. How can I get some of that? Mm. You know, learn about that. So be very inquisitive. Ask questions. Get yourself a mentor. Mm. That's one. That's something I didn't mention. Get yourself a mentor. Get someone who maybe might be in their 30s, maybe just ahead of you, who's doing something that you really want to do. In fact, I would definitely, definitely push for that. Get yourself a mentor or a coach. Hey, get yourself a financial coach. Mm. Hey, Jax, I'm here. Come on, come on. Plug, <laughs> plug, plug. Get yourself a financial coach. Get in touch with contact at jacksfinancial.co.uk. Plug. <laughs> but get yourself a financial coach. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself a life coach. Get yourself someone who can help you on your journey. Mm. Okay. And learn about liabilities and assets. So, so those are the things that I would say, Peter, um, on the finance stuff. You know, look at your income, look at your expenses, understand what assets are, what liabilities are. These four things are like the four pillars of, of personal finance. And once you get a good understanding of what they are, um, you'll be able to manipulate it in your favor to move in a in, in, in a in a direction of financial independence. Um, but first, before you even get there, you have to attack the mindset and understand mm -hmm. is, understand what you're trying to achieve, why, and what it takes to actually do what you want to do. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Before I move on to the next scenario, um, Jacks, briefly, you mentioned about getting um your first car Um, for the listener here. That is maybe a young person in there, you know, from 16 to, you know, early 30s or so. And they they are thinking about getting their first car. What one tip? What one tip or what one thing would you have told yourself when it came to getting your first car, Jax, um, would you sort of offer out there <laughs> in relation to personal finances, of course? In relation to personal finances, so don't tell me to get an Audi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. So so, so um, I, th I think the, the most important thing is please get an, a car that you can afford. Mm. Now, that sounds very straightforward, right? Of course, you why am I going to get a car that I can't afford? That doesn't make any sense. Well, in this current economy, this these current times, um, it, most people are doing something called financing cars mm. or leasing cars, which means you know they're they're using money that they don't actually have and they're borrowing it 
um, from from someone, often from a bank, to buy a car. Mm. I am not a fan of that. Uh, when I look at the APR, which is the interest that people are paying to finance cars, I think is ridiculous. Mm. So I think generally speaking, I would encourage people to buy cars they can afford by paying cash. That is my initial piece of advice, especially when it's your first car. Yeah. Right, pay cash for it. Um, because <laughs> let me tell you, I bought a car cash, and I had a whole bunch of scratches on that car. Mm. Why? Because it was I was a first time driver. It also means that there were some mistakes that I made on the road. Mm. Um, sometimes my parking was a bit questionable. <laughs> so, um, you know, my advice to young people when you're buying your first car is get a car you can well and truly afford mm. and um, pay cash for it. Um, hmm. In terms of financing a car or, or, or leasing a car, I'm not saying I'm totally against those things, but that can come much later on. Mm. Uh, and even then, you have to be very, very intentional with how much you can afford absolutely absolutely no i'm in agreement with that man if it's your first car somewhere so a car to get you from a to b to just get confident in as well and build on um as well so no i love that jacks um okay so this scenario we've touched on sort of was the young adult and single let's stay with the 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 young um adult but we're normally focusing on just one person now. We're focusing um, on two people, so a young couple. So um, a young adult's found a lovely um, person uh, that they've got into a relationship with. They've got no children, though. So this is a young couple with no children. However, at the beginning, we mentioned, you know, this now means your personal finance is no more personal. So let's start talking about how a young couple with no children can start to navigate through things yeah yeah and, so, and by the way um we when we say young couple we mean like a young married couple or are we just keeping it general um in my very humble opinion 